Okay, for this next part, we're going to talk about setting up the study. This is part of the basics. And for setting up the study, we're going to go into how this whole thing actually works. I'm going to try and give you an overview. If you have read through the stuff in the app, you probably get an idea. But I'm going to try and make things more simple or stuff I haven't really covered. So first thing is topics. We have the topics. They're divided into what we call seasons and episodes. So a season is like a group of topics that are inter that are connected or related to each other before you move on to the next. And as we move along, um, we'll be introducing a new set and updating. So it might take time. We don't have all of the seasons out yet. They're not yet there. So just stay stay updated and you know watch out for that. But this is basically the setup. We have a season for a, a bigger group of topics. And each one, each, when we say episode, it's like one setting topic. Like, we're going to discuss this for, for that. So, for example, we have season one is practical Christianity. And practical Christianity is where this whole thing starts. So, it's like season one... We have different episodes in there, then pop followed by Popular versus Truth. We have Season 3, Science of the Times, and Season 4, about Prophecy, then 5 and 6. But we don't know, you know, our, for now we have 6 of those, 6 seasons, but we might, in the long run, make a Season 7, if it is necessary, but we'll, we'll see what about that. Okay, so what to do? So... The setup and our materials is that when you look at them in the app in the lessons and you click um, season one, episode one, you'll find out that there's a title at the top with a short intro and then there's just a series of questions and verses. Okay, now how do we help you with this is that first of all, you got to go through this yourself. Okay, so one thing that people think just because you have a guide doesn't mean you can't just, you know, just forget about how to do it and then just go on from there without studying it yourself. So when you're going to study with someone, it's best to really go through it yourself and ask yourself these questions. And it's it's short because there's just a question and a verse. And in the verse, there's like a short description of what to expect from that verse. But if you go through it yourself, like really read every single thing, then you know you're gonna have you're gonna have a better understanding of where your student is coming from, because most people don't really have a good command of how to read the Bible, how to interpret what they're reading. What does this mean? What's the difference between the Old Testament and the New Testament? Stuff like that. So. <clears throat> Just, you know, go through that yourself and so that you have an idea on what it is to be a student. So, and also, in some episodes, there are extra study. The extra study portion is not something that, sh that is part of the main discussion. It's not. It's just an extra study for you if you're going to go out and share this stuff. Um, extra study is is like an expansion on that topic just in case the 
person you're having studies with or sharing to asks deeper questions so we can't put everything but we've put try to make it you know easier for you to think about so extra study does not have to be part of the main discussion because it might take too long hence why we only have a few verses for each episode so we don't really drag the entire topic out but you know um try to observe how these things go if you can do the extra study on your next visit you can do that if you want you know as part of the question and answer if they have something to follow up so that's it okay so um also in the last part if you notice um there are questions there that talks about sharing how this specific topic would impact you that is very important because like i said you know um strongest sermon is still your own testimony so how did this topic impact you sharing it with the people you're sharing with or studying with is very important so because that's that's your own personal journey with the lord and when to do it um we've tried launching this before um we did it right after church services in the morning where people would normally sleep so we decided you know if we're just going to sleep we might as well go out and do this stuff so we did that and yeah about like once every week and then it you know then they the the people just started to think well we're not doing enough we don't have much time we don't have enough time on a saturday like because they start like saturday 1:30 it is yeah until 7 that was what it, where it started that 7 in pm so anyway um i don't advise people especially young younger younger participants to go out way into the evening and just for you know and anyway um yeah but you can set especially with the youth what is the best time for everyone but i did this on saturday afternoon so that you know it's like an after lunch activity you can do it with the youth so you can do that but the others i noticed that um when there are no classes they would get together and go out so they sometimes do it on holidays as well so you can do that how to do it okay next this is a team effort um this is important here there's no fixed number but minimum of 3 is advised and i don't put out a maximum here because you know one thing that when you're dealing with young people is you have to understand that there are friendship groups right there are cases when when you're dealing with a group of friends if this one person is not there the rest are not going to go you know what i mean So when you're starting out, you're leading a group, you know, there are like five of them. You know, just let them go. Let them start with it. And sooner or later, you know, they they'll get to know that hey, man, you know, this is what it is. Everybody gets an idea how it is. So don't be too overwhelmed. A lot of people, I would say, um more traditional approaches would go for two. That people have to go two and two because that's the biblical way. I have no beef with that. Just, I've been part of that myself. But the reason why I'm going for the uh, number of minimum three or more is that 
when starting out, you know, this is not just an experience for the people you're visiting, but this will be a very important experience for those who are participating. And as much as, you know, we're tempted to go and look for results immediately for those we're studying with, it's also important that this is also a personal growth for the people who are being involved, especially if they've never done anything like this before. So to tell you one time, starting out, I think we've had a group of like 10 or like or more. I don't know. So and that's okay. And we, we, we started with that. And sooner, when everybody was getting more comfortable and getting more versed on how to run things, they just decided to split themselves up. They said, you know, you know, we can't really fit in one house with like 20 of us. We'll split into smaller groups and then they start splitting and splitting and splitting. And then organically, you know, you get a smaller group that's sol- that's still pretty solid. And that's okay. So, you know, um, the minimum of three, I'll just like to explain this one. Again, we I know we've covered this in the first part for five steps sharing basics. But here, just like to clarify, you've got one guy to carry the main points. You don't want like a radio talk show between two people all the time. Okay, you need to have one guy who's going to do the main talking, and then maybe some people could help out. Then the second one is to assist. Why assist? Why is there someone who needs to assist? Like when you're helping someone read the Bible, and they don't know where to find it, you got to help them learn how to read it for themselves by turning the pages and stuff like that, West Old Testament and New Testament, things like that. And then another one to really focus on intercessory prayer. I can't emphasize that enough, but that is very important. All right. So also bring varied talents, which means if you if you are you know if you have a group, a group of friends, it would be really great if not everybody is a talker. Or not everybody is a shy type, or not everybody just sits there. Bring in a variety. You know, some people like to talk, some people like to sing, and that's fine. That's okay. Bring them all. Okay, so who should do it? No age limit. Um, just be sure if there's predominantly young people going, have an older people to join. Have older people to join, like a layman or an elder. Just at least so you they know what's up, where they are, you know, for like just the security of things and being responsible, of course, just not to let little kids go around and places. <clears throat> okay, so why should we do it? Why not? You know, be, what? Why are you a Christian? Just, just that. For myself, I guess, you know, that's something I ask myself too. Why am I a Christian? So, why do you do it? This is very important for starting it. Because things might not always be easy. But if you're set on why you're doing it, you will go a long way. And that answer is different for everybody else in the details. But in general... This is something that you and God need to have fixed out 
why are you doing this? Why are you involved in this? Why did he call you to be a part of this? So pray about it. Next is where do we start? Okay, so not everybody has a list. Okay, so yeah, that's um, it's kind of hard. What we did is went out and you can do this in your like outreach days where you're going out, give surveys. If you have the app with you, I think it's in the resources part, you have surveys there. There's, there's a guide on how to do it. And for the surveys, you can just pick a day, bring that form, go out, check it out, you know, going out to into the community and start asking people, stuff like that, and have them written down. If you can check it out, they think there's one for the Bible and there's one for prayer. Just go through it and then find your niche or how you're going to make that work. Okay, so, all right, are you ready? <laughs> Here's one thing that, I, if anything, you should remember. Being ready is not dependent on how much you know. Because there will always be something to know. Being ready is being willing. If you're going to wait for a time when you're the most eloquent speaker there is, or you're going to be as good as brother so-and-so, sister so-and-so, pastor someone, that's like the not the mindset you should bring. This is not a competition. Re- being ready means being willing. So... Being ready means hard preparation more than just the mind. Of course you gotta study. Of course you gotta read. But more than just that, you've got to seek the Lord for this. And very important before going out, before doing anything, before talking to the contacts, before visiting places, give really big time for prayer. Give some time for prayer. When after you're going home, you pray for them. Even if you don't meet, pray for them. If you can, have a list of who it is you're doing studies with and regularly pray for them. Also pray for each other and their team. Or if you have a team, if you're running a group, pray for them as well. Have intentional prayer times set for these things. And so, yeah, that's it. And yeah, so that's... Hopefully, this will get you through, and yeah, wait up for the next part of this series.